Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club episode 93, the year I was born. Uh, my name is Mark Champlin, and today I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How is it going, girls and gays? Um, so I would, I'm, I'm just going to start out this episode by asking you a question, Mark. I need to know um, if it was just me and, and my mood today... Um, or if this movie also just kind of made you irrationally angry. Cause like, I, okay. I like, I like woke up with the full scope of the existential dread of the current <laughs> political situation that we are in. And that dread has not left me all day or really all week or really all past four months, but especially today. Um, and like this movie isn't even that bad. Like, it's like, it's not good. It sucks. But like. It's not that bad, but I I was like mad the whole time, mm -hmm. and I need to know if it was that much of a slog for you as well. Well, so it's not only that, but um, I live in California, which mm -hmm. is currently, um, as well as figuratively, it is literally on fire. Mm -hmm. um, there are uh, just miles and miles of uh, forest being completely destroyed, um, and uh, I live in La Mesa, California, where... Uh, a thick cloud of smoke and ash um, is uh, circling the vicinity. Uh, if, you, if you're not used to California living, it may surprise you to know that sometimes it just snows ash, yeah. um, which literally happens in Silent Hill. And that might seem like a creepy, like, like eerie type of scenario for people who don't, who didn't grow up in Southern California, like Alex and I, and haven't seen this literally happen. Um, but yeah, uh, the smell of ash, uh, 107 degrees outside uh, during midday today in um, in San Diego. Uh, so we're we're dying inside, and also I'm dying outside. I'm yeah. sitting here with the air conditioning off, dear listeners. <laughs> so the audio does not suck. Um, we do this for you. I've got all yeah. my windows closed. Uh, and it's yeah, hot. so it, it, it was a slog. Yeah, um, and it, it, you would think maybe that yeah. the, the ash raining from the sky and the doldrums would maybe <laughs> set maybe a good mood for watching a, a horror film such as Silent Hill Revelation. Uh, right. But instead, it was more just like the doldrums. And, and yeah. I just, mm, hmm. What did we watch this week? Right. The podcast, yeah, so Mark. Silent, <laughs> so Silent Hill Revelation, uh, it's a sequel, obviously, to the first Silent Hill movie, um, it, which came out in 2006. Uh, it's a 2012 psychological horror film. It's sure. directed... <laughs> right, sure. It's funny because I don't like horror movies, but I was so unaffected like psychologically and horror wise. Like I wasn't scared at all by the first one that I was like, Oh, I'm sure this one will not bother me at all. And of course it didn't. No, um, it was not, it's, it's just not scary. It's, it's really it, it not. Just isn't. Uh, <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not scary. It's gross. There's a difference. Yeah, you, totally. Um, it was written and directed by MJ Bassett. Um, and, uh, it stars, uh, what what turned out to be a you know a, a, a very high profile cast, but not at that time. Yeah. Um, well, Sean Bean was known, obviously. Yeah, Sean Bean got was around. Kit, yeah. So Sean Bean, Kit Harrington, Malcolm McDowell's in there. Um, Adelaide Clemens. I'm not sure uh, what her resume is, but she was the main. Uh, she was the person, you know. Uh, we yeah. and. Some other people. <laughs> it, well, I, I did it, want to note about yeah. with with the Kit Harrington and Sean Bean thing that this was uh right. this was filmed after the first season of Game of Thrones was filmed, but it was 
uh, before the first season of Game of Thrones came out. So you really can't yeah. blame Sean Bean <laughs> and Kit Harington for taking the project, uh, but still they should not have. I can't believe they got Sean Bean to come back after his I... entire role in the first movie was to fuck around and do things entirely unrelated to the plot. <laughs> yeah, and Sean Bean is like a, he really is a big time like actor. He, yeah. he had already had Lord of the Rings under his belt. He had plenty of, you know, high profile performances. Kit Harington for the uninitiated is Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. That's why yeah. we're referring to both of them <laughs> together. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's your standard fucking, it's, it's kind of the same fucking movie as the first one, but without is, the symbolism. It's, it's like yeah, and more it's, boring. It's it's just a worse version of the first movie. Yeah, it's it's every way easily one of the most unnecessary movies we've watched for the podcast. Okay, but, I will say it is shorter, so that does make it a little bit better than the first. Yes, movie. it's like a shorter, slightly not as annoying version of a Resident Evil movie with uh, like slightly better actors, you know, maybe. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that as we get further along in here, but let's let's run through the let's. Oh, run. it sucks! Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, I mean, I in, in the Resident Evil comparison specifically, but we'll get to it. Um, yeah. I think that it, it's you know we should should run. I'm gonna okay. I'm listen. This is a lie. I'm not gonna run you through the plot. I'm gonna kind of give you like a basic overview of what kind of movie this is, and then we'll just right. kind of go from there, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so, but but backstory first. So. In the first movie, uh, Sean Bean's wife was the protagonist, um, and she went to Silent Hill to rescue their daughter, uh, whose name is Sharon in that movie, uh, and she was, you know, kidnapped by the Silent Hill cult, um, you know, like from what came from the video game. Um, and so now, in Silent Hill Revelation 2012... Uh, Sean Bean's daughter is the protagonist now, and Sean Bean's still just kind of hanging out, not doing a lot of acting or emoting, really. Just, he's, you know, he's there. Um, and so Sean Bean's daughter's name is Heather now, uh, so that she can have the same name as the protagonist from the game. They don't explain why these two characters had to change their names, but the actual reason why is that the name of the character from Silent Hill 3 or whatever is Heather Mason, so that her name needed to be Heather in this game. Oh, God. I didn't know that, but that's really fucking funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she she's having, you know, your standard issue Silent Hill-related hallucinations, uh, and she wants to go to Silent Hill to save her mom, I think? Something like that. Sean Bean is not happy about it. He doesn't. He doesn't want her to go to Silent Hill. Um, and so her and Kit Harrington are in high school together, um, and he he wants her to go to Silent Hill with him. Um, and then a bunch of bullshit happens. It takes like forty fucking minutes for them to get to Silent Hill, and this movie is like only an hour and a half long. Um, and then like Kit Kit Harrington is like the son of the leader of the cult. Or something, or he's in the mm -hmm. cult, or okay. The point, like, as soon as she gets to Silent Hill, it's just, it's just Spookarama from that point onward. Like, it's just <laughs> a spooky haunted house where she runs around to various things, and then you see a thing that looks kind of fucked up, and she goes ah, and then she goes somewhere else and puts a thing on a thing and talks to a scary man, and then sees another spooky thing and goes ah, and that's 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 what. How'd you feel? about Silent Hill Revelation, Mark? Um, I'll say two things. Uh, to give you an, a, more of a sense of the kind of movie this is, uh, uh, it, again, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was hot in my room. <laughs> I was laying down on a bed watching the movie. Naturally, I fell asleep. 
Um, for like 20 to 25 minutes of this movie, um, ignoring the screams of, and terror and monster growls, it did, did, I just slept through it. And I woke up and they're like back at the, they're like back at the carnival, right? And I was like, okay, well, he's, she's back with Kit Harrington. I got to figure out how this happened. So I did rewind and ended up watching it. And I thought to myself, wow, nothing fucking happened while I was asleep. Like, it was like, oh, they got out of the asylum. That's the whole, it, it was, they, she met up with some old dude who was uh-huh. like Kit Harrington's dad, I think. Yeah. And he became, he was blind and then he wasn't blind. It, it And there was a MacGuffin there, but none, that scene was, despite involving a MacGuffin, it was completely fucking unnecessary. It, it did nothing for me. The plot doesn't um, make sense. So you don't and, really need to worry about it that much. That's really, <laughs> that's the kind of the other thing I was going to say is like, you know, with most of these movies, I don't even bother to give the benefit of the doubt because I know the plot's <laughs> going to be bullshit. But like like we said in the last episode, the first Silent Hill was at least somewhat interesting. Mm-hmm. And I did enjoy the way that the plot unraveled in that movie, despite the fact that their metaphors about sex were disgusting. Yes. Uh, there were some things to enjoy about that movie. This movie is just like, I gave it the benefit of the doubt and that's that was a mistake because <laughs> yeah. that, ha- that had <laughs> me asking... so many notes! It, For no totally, reason. Yeah, th- not nothing mattered. It it had me. I uh, it was such a mistake to care. Um, I was betrayed once again by this podcast. Uh, the the it had me asking myself questions like, so if Kit Harrington was raised by the cult leader and lived in silent hill for his entire life and now he's 18 and they had to go through some ritual to allow him to leave silent hill in order to help guide her they say he's 18 he looks like 35 <laughs> yeah it's 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 it, they're 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 doing a lot of work with that age <laughs> yeah. um but so i i found myself asking questions like why is he so well-adjusted and suave and, like, cool? Why is he a cool guy when he lived with a cult until literally yesterday? And then I was like, okay, actually, what am I doing? I should not. I, because it's fucking, it's Silent Hill. Fuck this. Like, what am I? Why? Why did I care enough to ask these questions of the movie? Yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, so, okay. So this is more of a horror movie than like a Resident Evil is, right? Because because uh, like a Resident Evil movie is one to six people with guns run around some hallways and shoot at some like vaguely fucked up looking monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, in this movie, like the protagonist can't do shit and she doesn't, you know, yeah. she has a pistol that she like uses once, you know, um, and there's like an attempt at like pacing, you know, like they don't, it's not good but like they try to do that so it's it's yeah. it's more of a horror movie uh than a resident evil uh is which is unfortunate for it because it means that we have to judge it on its merits mm-hmm. as a horror film uh and as a horror film it sucks shit <laughs> um yeah it's it's it, i hate the I mean, I like, in theory, the concept of, like, the the darkness when the darkness comes on and it's kind of like an alternate parallel dimension yeah. where a bunch of fucked up shit is there. But we just it just leaves the audience with a sense of, like, well, we kind of don't know what's real and what's a metaphor. And so the stakes feel entirely low. And, like, for a horror movie, we need to feel that sense of disempowerment. And I really, at no point, felt that. Yeah. Um, I uh, The movie has two things that it tries to scare you with. One is, here's this human being, and we kind of cut him up a little bit, and he looks a little fucked up. 
That's woof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ooh, don't want to look at that. And then the other one is, wouldn't it be fucked up if somebody was mentally ill and you yeah. had to talk to them? Like that's pretty much <laughs> like you know we. <laughs> Like, we talked about on the Rayman the Animated Series episode, uh, where we talked about the episode where they go to an, an insane asylum, and it's basically just like a like a, a theme park ride where they open various doors yeah. at the insane asylum, and there's a spooky, mentally ill person, and everybody goes, ah, and then they move on to something else. That's pretty much what happens for about 25 minutes of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, um, they, they, they do go to an asylum at that point, and the, the prisoners are either psycho killer monsters or that old dude who basically is like the 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 cat from Alice in Wonderland being like, we're all mad in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, um, I think my take on this movie is that uh, the part with the mannequin spider was almost cool. Um, oh, God, yes. I yeah, wrote that down. That thing yeah. was kind of tight. So, okay, so there's a part where she's in the spooky mannequin room, obviously, and then and, and then uh, there is, like, a weird fucked up spider that is, like, made out of mannequin parts and can turn people into mannequins, and that thing is, like, really cool and spooky looking, um, and then it opens its face like everything from uh, Resident Evil does because that's what the thing in Alien did, and it does the little thing with the <laughs> mouth coming out, and then immediately it wasn't cool anymore because it was, like, God. the same CG mouth flaps opening effect that I've seen in, like, 200 movies at this point. I, I wrote that exact note down. I was like, and then it opens its mouth like the Halo Elite, yep. and <laughs> then now it's boring. Now. Yeah, it immediately became boring. Um... So yeah, uh, uh, brief shout out I want to give. Um, the movie is in 3D. <laughs> it is Silent Hill Revelation 3D. Um, obviously, I did not watch it in 3D on my laptop at my desk. Um, but it, the movie does have various moments where it like does the blood splatter at your face or something spooky comes and pops right into in your face. And it's really funny because this movie is like, it's not trying to like do like the b-movie thing it is genuinely trying to be like a spooky horror movie um and then when it does the like <laughs> 1950s like whoa it's coming right at us <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of shit it's uh it's uh embarrassing i think is is how i would describe it yeah i will say i did laugh a, f- a, a good few times at this movie um <laughs> At the, <laughs> the the end where the the two main bad guys have a fucking soul caliber fight. Okay, yeah, I did can, laugh out loud at it. Was really funny. <laughs> it's Pyramid Head has like like a a cloud strife sword, and he like has a fucking like ready fight like thing with like the cult leader who turns into like Voldo from Soul Caliber, and they literally are just clashing swords like it's a video game. And I was like, this is. Like, am I supposed to be scared? This is a horror movie? Really? There are, like, at least three separate moments in this movie where they the characters walk into a room and it's like, oh, this is a boss fight arena. <laughs> and then the boss fight happens. <laughs> yeah, but Pyramid Head is such a goofy figure in this, in this movie. All he does is have a sword fight and um, operate a uh, creepy... BDSM merry-go-round yeah. on fire. Okay, like, like, let's just get into this part. Like... The, the chief problem here with this movie is that nothing fucking means anything in this right. movie. None of the... Okay. Right. Like, it is just the I, the Silent Hill iconography 
ripped out of the context of the original Silent Hill game. So it's like, mm -hmm. hey, we got Pyramid Head. Hey, here's the sexy nurses with the fucked up faces that stab people. Hey, here's yeah. the uh, the siren that goes off. Hey, here's some like weird sexual imagery. Here's a dude getting his stomach cut off. That probably happens in Silent Hill. Um, and it's just like, no, it's all completely devoid of any of the thematic meaning that it had when it existed in the original work. Mm -hmm. And and so and so when Pyramid Head is standing in the middle of a carousel with ho <laughs> the hooks in his flesh connected to the carousel that he spins around, and then the protagonist is having a conversation with her mom, who is a demon, and it's supposed to be a dramatic moment. Um, it j it just isn't. <laughs> No. It just isn't like, and yeah, and then at the end, you know, she gives the MacGuffin to the to the bad guy. The bad guy turns into a sexy demon lady, and then has a <laughs> has a soul caliber fight with with Pyramid Head. It yeah, it's Man. uh, it's not great. Uh, before we before we move on to the to to more about the ending, um, <laughs> I think we want to wrap back around and talk a little bit about uh uh the the part where the part where she and Kit Harrington are in high school <laughs> together. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's some real twilight energy to it, these high school scenes. It it is yeah, it feels exactly like the high school scenes in Twilight. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, they they're trying to establish a mood here, but it's just like the most like hilariously like the the most stereotypically written high school <laughs> scenes I've ever seen. I just hate Kit Harrington in this so much. He's just yeah, such he's, a douchebag. First of all, bad. pick a fucking accent. If you're gonna try, if you're gonna <laughs> do the American accent, do the American accent. Do don't do this half and half bullshit. Because the whole time I'm like, is he supposed to be British in this? I can't tell. I'm not sure if he's supposed to be British or not. Um, he's like, no, I can't take you back to Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah and but he okay because like for the first like half hour of this movie the 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 main character girl whose name is several names so i've already forgotten them um she's like having you know like serious terrifying hallucinations and is told is telling him hey dude i am freaking out right now some fucked up shit is happening and he's just mm -hmm. like still trying to hit on her yeah the whole time and later, at you know, when they decide that these characters have spent enough time on screen together that we can uh, justify them having romantic interest in one another, he just, like, forcibly kisses her and runs away. And then I don't remember what happens to him after that. He probably, I don't, listen. Yeah, he, he does, uh, he, he kisses so her and, that, and then says, save yourself, I'll hold the back or whatever. Yeah. He, you know, that, someone's got to say it. Yeah, um, so... So I, th uh, so you wanted to talk about I don't I don't know that I have that much of an opinion about this, but you want to talk about uh, what I, what you have uh, written in the notes as the girls' <laughs> incel speech. <laughs> uh, it's just a really really funny moment in the high school where she's in the class and the teacher's like, "Why don't you introduce yourself to the class?" And this is like the main like character establishing moment for the protagonist, mm -hmm. and she stands up and is like, "Listen, I move a lot." And I don't know you, and I don't want to know you. I don't want to be friends with you guys. I don't want to know your names, so you sure as hell aren't going to remember mine. Anything that you're going to try, any any insult you want to throw at me, go ahead. I've already heard it. And I'm just like, this is just like, 
it's 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 just what a way to fucking introduce your protagonist and make us immediately sit in our seats and groan that she's that fucking person like that we we all had one of them and and it's just like uh, like i i i've been out of high school for many many years at this point and it's like it's funny because I there are people who talk like this in high school, and it, <laughs> yeah. it was kind of it was kind of true to life in that way. But the people who talk like that in high school in real life are usually not uh, very conventionally attractive blonde girls. <laughs> so I, it was just funny. Yeah, it it's hmm, it has that movie high school thing where like somebody is the new kid. And so people are immediately talking shit about her and getting owns on her in the middle of class yeah. in front of the teacher. Yeah, that girl was like, do you get all your clothes from Goodwill? Yeah, and just... everyone laughed and clapped and stood up and was like, woo, that was so funny. Like, like the teacher would immediately be like, fuck off to the principal's <laughs> office if someone said something that mean to a stranger. <laughs> Like, I don't know. We've all had bad experiences in high school, but I love the, I like, you know, it's like those experiences were kind of like spread out. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not like, it's not like everything descended on you at once <laughs> on the first day of school. That's how it always goes in the movies. And I just, yeah, I think it's goofy. Um, I, I just want to briefly talk about how the film wraps up here, um, which is that, you know, so uh, Pyramid Head uh, has a Soul Calibur fight with the with the bad guy cult leader lady, and then Kit Harrington and the, and the girl escape, and Sean Bean decides that he's going to stay in Silent Hill to find his dead wife, I guess, and in a movie that never got made. So, <laughs> right as far as the Silent Hill film franchise. Has been able to demonstrate for us. I guess Sean Bean stayed in Silent Hill and then immediately died. <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like they they felt like there should be like an emotional moment in the movie, but they also didn't kill off any main characters. So they're like, well, somebody's got to say goodbye to somebody. <laughs> so we were gonna kill um... Kit Harrington in like at least three graphs, drafts of this script, but we didn't end up picking any of them. So oh, easily, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, then, we- that- it's weird that Kit Harrington doesn't die. Like none of the yeah, no one dies in this movie. Like none of the I think none they, of the main characters uh, yeah, there die. Was just- no stakes felt real. I think I think they were just like, well, we want the audience to know that they fucked at the end, so I guess he stayed alive. <laughs> yeah. And then the the closing shot of this movie is like Kate Harrington and 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 what's her face like go le- going past the you are now leaving Silent Hill side and then it turns around and then we see a a cop and then like an arrest bus behind the cop driving into Silent Hill. So I don't know what the I think the implication of that is that the 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 boys in blue <laughs> are are going to are going to go to Silent Hill and arrest all of the cult members. I guess. Yeah, maybe this was like a setup for the oh the cops. Because apparently Sean Bean like killed somebody like years oh, ago. Oh so yeah. So maybe the cops found him. They yeah. found out he was in Silent Hill. They need a whole but... bus to arrest Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah. But in the sequel, it was going to be like, oh, now the cops are in Silent Hill yeah. now, so they get infected with Silent Hillness, and then 
now. I would, that that could have been all right, cops. maybe. Honestly, accurate to the cops that they brought, like, four fucking squad cars and a bus for one guy. Oh, that's yeah. exactly yeah, I, how it always plays out in real life. Yeah, re- remember what it was like in Orange County? Where you, you, you get, you get Dude, the I, whole like fucking squad... Denver. It's like that in Denver, <laughs> it's too. Like it's like, Denver too. Yeah. yeah, it's like somebody gets pulled over and like six squad cars come out and a bunch of fucking jackasses stand around on the street with their hands on their hips <laughs> for like 20 minutes and then they leave. It's, yeah. Have I mentioned fuck cops on this podcast? Yeah, um, for those new to the podcast, <laughs> uh, we, we all like uh, p- the police officers yeah, and we're... we think that their job is stupid because they don't prevent crime. <laughs> yeah, I, hmm. Oh, God. I, hmm. I, okay. The last thing that I'm gonna say about the Silent Hill movie is that, okay, I'm gonna, this is a direct quote from when, you know, there's always a book or like a journal or whatever. So there's the book, right? And, and Kit Harrington's reading from the fucking book or whatever. And he's like, this is a direct quote, because I would never say this. Silent Hill was originally a prison colony taken from the native Indians. What the fuck does that mean? And then Kit Harrington says, never build on ancient Indian burial grounds. I thought everyone knew that. Okay, so a couple things here. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> One? Oh, yeah, unlike the, yeah. Unlike the rest of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Second, it's so... It's, it's so throwaway, right? It's so like, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. it's an ancient Indian burial mm-hmm. ground that never comes up again in the movie, right? Ever. And, like, so throwaway that Kit Harrington like, makes a joke about it. Like, oh, haha. That's, like... Just... 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 Did, like, did Native Americans have uh, prison colonies? I, I feel like they probably didn't, they didn't but I... They didn't, you know, the movie didn't touch on that. It's just yeah. really, okay. I, I, Was this uh, a prison colony for Native Americans I, that, that imp, the Imperial invaders right. here's, set up? Here, here's, it's, that, the, that, I thought that part of the movie was very, 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 very racist. Okay, moving yeah. on. <laughs> what are we watching next week, Mark? Um, so it actually started auto-playing uh, right after this movie for me on Netflix. Um, and I was like, oh, this is a thing for the podcast. Fuck it. Uh, so very recently, um, this documentary series uh, called High Score, created by uh, France Costrell, um, it came out on Netflix. It's six uh, episodes. It features stories and interviews with developers and creators of early uh, video games. Uh, again, it is very recent. It premiered in August of 2020. Um, so yeah, it features interviews, segments around, uh, you know, 80s and 90s video games intermixed with animated segments rendered in a pixel art style similar to video games of that period. We'll see how we'll see how well they do here. There's again, there's six episodes here. We kind of thought uh, we'll choose the ones that sound the most interesting. We'll do maybe one or two of these uh, episodes and. Um, Choose the ones that 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 are around maybe subjects that we haven't heard a million times. About. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about how like the the first episode you looked at it, it was like probably yeah. either about like the crash of nineteen eighty three 
or the console wars of the 90s or both. And like, God, if I haven't heard that reiterated to me 400,000 times. So yeah, hopefully we can yeah, find some the interviews that of that. The, the, the subjects of this episode are apparently um, the, the video game crash yep. interviews with a space invaders, national championship winner um, interview with the creator of Pac-Man and then, and then Howard Scott Warshaw's there. We don't need to watch this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've seen, we've seen this shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we, you we'll know, see. it's a, it's a documentary about video games. Yeah. Um, we, I'm prone we... to have opinions about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I don't know. What can you yeah. even say? Right. It's like, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, the craft. So, uh, yep. I am interested to see how they handle the craft because it is a craft that mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with. Uh-huh. Where can people find this podcast on the internet, Mark? Well, if you were so inclined, you could follow us on Twitter. Uh, the uh, the at is uh, Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the pinned post of the Twitter. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. Uh, you can rate us, especially on uh, iTunes. That five-star rating helps us with SEO and all that bullshit. Uh, the music uh, that you're listening to is by DJ Tin Man. Uh, the art for the podcast is by Courtney Kaufman. For me, it was Tuesday. Once again, fuck cops. Don't join the military. Peace. We, we don't like the cops. We don't like the military. Um, fuck uh, the military for trying to... Uh, t- advertise on the the GameSpot Twitter uh, this week and then all the GameSpot editors uh, being like, I don't condone this. Uh, Fuck the military. I had nothing to do with this. Talking to my manager right now. I'm so sorry. It was a big big thing. Um, I think that the military should not advertise uh, to children who play video games. uh, I think the military should not exist. (laughs) I, you know... That's my opinion. Okay. Let's 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 take a couple steps forward and say <laughs> that also they should not exist. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Okay, so like I was like super fucking like 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 Doom Squad at the beginning of this podcast and I like feel yeah. like I should at least like put some closure on that and say like uh if you feel that existential dread and you are uh terrified and Everything is scary and fucked up. Uh, the only thing that I have found uh, that uh, quells that feeling is uh, participating in mutual aid and direct action. So, yes, that's what you should do. I That's what I'm going to do because I don't know yep. how to do anything else. All I right. I made a post in my mutual aid group and I said, uh, who has immunocompromised or elderly uh, folks who are going to have trouble leaving the house in this heat wave and need some fucking groceries. And I went to, I think, three houses in my uh, local 20-mile radius and brought them a shit ton of groceries and toilet paper and shit. And that is a thing that any one of us who has a car or any extra income can do and should do. Um, get yeah. to know your fucking neighbors and help people. That's yeah. all. Yeah, uh, find ways that you can apply your skills to the movement, and that can be mm-hmm. like a variety of different things. Like for me, like I'm, so, I I came to realize like like last week, like oh, I'm really good at like organizing and presenting information for people. I can help yes. this group that I'm working with put everything in a spreadsheet and make sure everything is organized and make sure we mm-hmm. have a schedule. Like there are a lot of ways that you can contribute uh, that aren't necessarily like you know 
uh, maybe like hard skills or like uh, being mm-hmm. willing to put your body on the line, you know, things like that. All I'm right. saying is just get involved. It's it, you can do it. There's people doing work all the time everywhere. Um, and we need to be doing that work so that we can be prepared for when shit gets even worse. Okay. I think that's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucked up today, man. It was, yes. it's, it's been a bad, it's been a bad one. I, I, I apologize for being a little bit of a doubter, but keep at it is all of it. You know, just keep fucking. All right. That's it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Peace. Thank you for listening. That's to podcast. This podcast. Peace. Bye. We Bye. love you. Uh, stay safe. <laughs> yes.